0: The Finley! The Finley! The Finley's on film. Morning, Tom. Morning, Joseph. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right, Mr. Finley. All right. Welcome to the Finley's on film, everybody.
1: I have a question for you, Tom. Are you familiar with this series of photographs called the Boston Photographs?
0: Mm, Is that the picture of the person falling off the building? <laughs> yeah, it is. It. Oh, okay. Well, well I am because you've told me about it. So uh, there. Okay. Yeah, many times. Welcome to jo- Your welcome, turn. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to Grandpa Possum's front porch and <laughs> telling wow. tales. Me- <laughs> Good you- instincts, Tom. <laughs>
1: you have great instincts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and here's what it is. Okay, okay.
0: well, no, I was just curious if that's what it was. I wasn't know. entirely sure, so I figured I'd go for the clarification on that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've heard that from you uh, t- uh, endlessly. Great this story. So okay, keep going. So
1: we're talking about two films, but you just totally you, you could not have ruined that more. <laughs> Your desire to say that you knew something oh was so overpowering. You're right. I should not. Is. I should not. Yeah, I it's should... called performing. You, yeah, it,
0: it's just the thing. People you don't do. know anything about performing what? what what do you know about performing uh, i don't know what do you know about performing uh, based on Christ. this performance wow all right so no well so t- tell your story dude oh well, it's it's ruined now so l- let's let's talk about
1: right off. let's mm-hmm. talk about um these two films that you picked out uh right. that you suggested to me yeah one of them is
0: hmm uh, the man, man with a movie camera man with the movie camera yeah. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I took a class in uh, in film studies uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, I was um, sub- subjected to. No, I was uh, shown this film, and I and I have to say, it was I thought it, I found it really interesting, really impressive. I thought it'd be kind of a cool, interesting new something to talk about. Where did you take that class,
1: by the way? You mentioned it once or twice. What, what was this uh, up in San Francisco or San
0: Francisco uh, City College? Yeah. So um, yeah, it was pretty. It's uh, it's. Um, and it's like from the experimental uh, stages uh, coming out of the Soviet Union in the twenties. Uh huh. You know? They were they were trying to do some. They did some really interesting things. There were some, you know, Eisenstein is the the famous one who came out um, out of that crew. Um, but uh, Vertov is one of the people who gave a lot of inspiration to people like Eisenstein.
1: Do you think? Okay, so wait, so so Eisenstein, um, he was doing Battleship Potemkin in like.
0: 25, I think,
1: or 26, right? Right, right. W- was Verdok doing stuff before that?
0: Uh, he was mostly actually, uh, he was he was more like, um, he was mostly a film critic yeah. and a theorist at the time. He'd done a lot of stuff during the Russian Civil War, uh-huh. as far as uh, documentary and stuff. He, got, he went from being a writer to, to filming things during the Civil War, and he came back and he was, but again, he was still more a pundit on the art of cinema, and he was one of these people who really... The Russians uh, had this whole school of people who were into uh, what do you call that uh, montage? You know, like images. You know, one image, one image juxtaposed with another one, suggesting a third, right? Sort of a situation. So, uh, so the, they were both sort of of that class, but Vertov was more extreme. Yeah, long it was. stretch. Holy shit! That Eisenstein could ever be.
1: Yeah. Well, Eisenstein tells. Um stories. I mean, Eisenstein actually is is the opposite in the, in the sense that he wants to look at historical events, right. Or events that could be historical, or mm. to historicize highly events. fictionalized in a lot of ways. Yeah, but yeah. But, but and then still. create a like a, a a classic sort of sequential narrative retelling right. from it. And and Vertov seems, from what I've seen, and I've only seen two Vertov films, the one you suggested, and I, I, he doesn't seem interested in that.
0: Well, let me ask you this: when you saw the the Vertov, uh, when you saw Man with the, the Movie Camera, yep. did you see? Was there an English uh, sort of a subtitle at the beginning of the movie yep. explaining what we, his his basically his mission statement? Yes. For it, which I, I have right here, I just figured I figured I'd read it because I think it's if if you don't if it because this movie is hard to get if you don't listen if you don't see this I think okay uh, and so this is kind of basically you're going re- to
1: reread the the
0: beginning of that film the, the the instructions essentially essentially is yeah it's kind of his mission statement uh, for this for this film here yeah. um, an experimentation in the cinematic communication of visual phenomenon without the use of intertitles no so no uh, no cue cards. Uh, and without the help of a scenario, a plot, uh, without the help of theater, which is drama or anything like that, this mm-hmm. new experimentation work by Kinoai, which is the production company, is directed towards the creation of an authentically international, absolute language of cinema on the yep. basis of its complete separation from the language of theater and literature.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I admired that sort of framing of it, right? Because it sort mm-hmm. of suggests that, that um, this guy wants to see film this, the way that we see music, for instance, as being an international language or math, I guess. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, the, the, and and he's part of like a um you know see he kind of he's, he's credited with with helping to create Cinema Verite. But a lot of like what I like I love movies I love movies of all kinds. I like movies Uh that mostly, I like movies that are entertaining, and I like movies that tell me a story. But every once in a while, I'll see something that I appreciate, which is somebody taking movies out of being strictly a retelling of a novel or something like that, moving it out of the narrative and into something a little more allegorical and image-driven, and this is one of those examples.
1: Well, okay, so you and I were apt, even as children, I think, to um, um, think about, even privately, how movies
0: are made. Right? Yeah. Oh, no. Absolutely. And, sure. and so
1: so I think, like, for instance... We did a terrible
0: movie ourselves One.
1: Oh, that's right. We did make a terrible <laughs> movie ourselves. I forgot about that terrible movie we made. Oh, yeah. It was a vigilante movie.
0: <laughs> I did, yeah. Did it have that much plot going on in it? It did. I had we were as watching, much plot we were watching, as a lot of, we watching, of early films. We were watching a lot of Death Wish at that time. Okay, day.
1: yeah. So we made a Death Wish. I forgot that we made that movie. I'd <laughs> like to get that if we can find it somewhere. But anyway, so, so yeah, I mean, you and I were thinking about... I think that that's why you and I early on were not fooled by things that were meant to be real, like documentary style and so forth. I'm still surprised that people. Mm. We'll share a YouTube video that's supposed to be a real event and it's like – and not think, well, how is that camera angle there then if that's supposedly real? And I think that's the kind of thing you and I were thinking about early on. Yeah. And, and so we're interested.
0: Well, just, the mechanics of it are fascinating to me. Well, I think yeah. – let's be honest. I think that there's a part of us that you and I walking into this room just to sit in front of these microphones. Yeah. If you and I were had ever gotten through, you know, gotten through on our dreams of being directors, we, we might not be doing this. Yeah, maybe. There's a part of me that's always wanted to kind of be a director. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah. I know. I, I I grant you that. Yeah, and I think it's writers do the same thing, right? Like so, writers pick up a novel by Zadie Smith or something, and right. you know they're half enjoying the plot the way that a, a voracious reader would, but also half thinking, how did she construct this paragraph, or how interesting that she's developing the plotline the way she's developing it. So, yeah. so this is a film that's interesting to us, mm-hmm. and it's interesting to film students, but I question whether Vertov is. Interesting to other people at all. I'm not saying uh, he wouldn't no. be, and I'm not necessarily criticizing him, but but it is. Um, I I don't know that this is a film that I, I that Vertov. I'm just to say it from the beginning, either mm-hmm. film or any of his films are films that I I would recommend to people, not based on how good they are, but based on what they are. Yep. Or what they're not. Yep. And so this film is is um, meta discourse. Right, it's 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 it really is. It announces it, itself it, as fil- a film about filmmaking, but not as a documentary or instructional. It's an abstract film about filmmaking.
0: It's all about, and, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of this sort of going on at that time, sort of in the world in the in the greater world of art, which is 1929, is when this yeah. is happening. But also elsewhere, which is sort of trying to redefine themselves, you know, on the on these different poles. And, and in Soviet Union, yeah. a lot of this sort of gravitated towards like two different questions: How do we? Be intellectual and yet appeal to the common to a common man, sort of a thing. Yeah, and a lot of what came out of it is something like Vertov, which is—you're absolutely right. It's—I mean, I think it's art, but Definitely I don't think it's, it's art. art for everybody.
1: No, it isn't, and I don't mean to be. I, I don't mean that in some sort of elitist sense. I just mean in terms of what your experience of, of film is, right?
0: So absolutely, or, or
1: storytelling is.
0: Well, because that's that's where this falls apart, I think, very very distinctly in this sense, in that it's intended to be for the broadest possible audience, but really will only appeal to an intellectual audience.
1: That's the thing. So it's like if <laughs> so, you, it eats its own dick. If you, yeah, thank you. Somebody
0: finally Somebody said it intellectualized it. <laughs> I got it for the common man people If you
1: read like a Rick Moody story or something he has like a short story a short stories that will be like um um four sentences mm-hmm. and then and then 16 pages of footnotes and the 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 story is in the footnotes Yeah And I mean if you can get past the idea that it would have to be pretty successful not to just be like Ugh, what are you doing here with this cheap parlor trick right Let's mm-hmm. say that it were that it still is not for the common man. It's still kind of a story written for people who who either like um, majored in literature in college or the type of person who would be interested in majoring in literature in college and mm-hmm. so forth. It's not really like an, quote unquote, enjoyable story. And I think that's the thing here. I, it's a film in, from 1929 – about the possibilities of what filmmaking itself could be or the motivation <laughs> of filmmakers. Right. And that's also – I, I question – I, I want to praise it for being pioneering, but I also want to chastise it for like, hey, it's 1929. <laughs> We're not ready for that yet.
0: <laughs> We're ready for that now maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe, Maybe not. I don't know. But <laughs> it's, you know, like, it's one of those great movies where you go like – it's one of those things where you're like, well, tell me what the movie is about. Well, it's about Movies. That's it. And if you can go any deeper than that, you're totally reading into it. At that point, what? you should, is this go watch, about? You should a, just go watch this fucking movie. It's a movie what, about nothing. Figure out what you think this movie is about. That it really that, that truly that bullshit thing that every yep. you know, the, the the poet, you know, the poet curse, which is what do you think it means, man? Is really true. No poet does that. No, no. Not but, a real poet. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, 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 no. Bad poetry is. No, I understand. About, I yeah. totally understand. What yeah. do you yeah. think it means? Um but uh but but at the same I find it really fascinating. And the history on it though, you know, the history of what sort of going on also yeah, I think it's fascinating like the fact that the editor in this was also his wife and she was a famous director in her own right. Yeah. Well, there's that going on there. And what I really think is fascinating is that at this point, there was this weird freedom artistically in Soviet Union that was about it, to come to an abrupt fucking end.
1: Yeah. By the way, you said it like you lived there because you, you didn't say – I don't know if you caught this about yourself. You didn't say the Soviet Union. You said in Soviet
0: Union. In Soviet Union. <laughs> <laughs> in Soviet Union, Soviet Union. Party comes for you. Bring yep. a dip. Okay. Yep. Um, but it's just, uh, I, I find it fascinating as somebody who's got a big boner for history and all like that, uh, mm-hmm. that, that this little, this little pocket of freedom is going to come to a shitty end pretty shortly. Yeah. Ertzler never really didn't, he didn't, I don't think he, I don't think he ever went to the camps or anything like that, but I'm sure he came close.
1: Oh, well, that's interesting because, in, you know, in a minute we're going to talk about another one that, that would sort of complicate that in yeah. a way or, or yeah. Okay. Well, so, so, um, We've managed to somehow talk about this film without talking about anything in the film because you can't really can't talk really. about anything in the film except that it's a film about filmmaking. The
0: cinema t- – okay. Well, let's mm, just break it down. Let's, let's talk us Let's talk about it, I guess, sort of technically speaking. Yeah. You know, some of the innovations, some of the things going on in there. Like I'm not sure this was the first movie with a tracking shot, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure this was the first movie with a tracking shot of a tracking shot. Yep, <laughs> like like they're, just, they, 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 they're filming a per, a man with a camera as he's filming other things. Yes, and he's on a truck yep. going across the city, and they're on another truck behind yeah. him doing the same thing. I mean, like some really. There,
1: there are no master shots in this at no. all. None. There no. can't be.
0: No, it's some fast and maybe run some... away
1: people <laughs> run from this film. <laughs> like, no, maybe that's no. what we're
0: saying. I, I I think it's a fascinating movie.
1: Yeah, I do too, but I just can't. There's no way I would. Hoist this off onto somebody to watch. I wouldn't know how to. I mean, you can do it to me, and I can do it to you. But yeah. outside of the studio, I
0: don't know how to talk about this film or get people interested <laughs> because it's just,
1: you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the cinematography is good. Like I said, technically, it's yeah, pretty amazing. Some really interesting things get well, sort of put on the table as far as that goes. Technically, I know. Like, I think it's also one of the first uses of um what do they call it? double. Uh, Double exposure, Mm -hmm. and certainly with like some of the weird angles they were doing in there. Yeah, I think the next film has a lot more
1: of that than this one
0: does, weirdly, but, but, um, Uh, It also this is the
1: thing about silent films, and you know we did the one with um, uh, the two pioneering women in in silent Mm -hmm, film. um, I think it was episode nine or something like that, and and we sort of joked about like having a soundtrack, and I I mentioned like I just put on some Scott Joplin, I put my own soundtrack on, but here it seems important because because it's a silent film about the soundtrack, and so I actually went through three different copies until i found the soundtrack that was comfortable for me Uh but it seems really important that you get the right soundtrack here that it has to be sort of
0: industrially symphonic yeah i had one i the 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 one i rewatched was um like, about half the time it was great, and then the yeah. other half the time it was completely inappropriate to me. I
1: don't...
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's fucking terrible. Stop that. Yeah. Um, but um, I got to say this. Now, and this is the – I have a, a – my experience with silent films is, is sort of problematic. I, they tend to bore me. Mm-hmm. I would say this about the man with the moving camera. Moving camera um, is that it's only an hour long, and it didn't bore me at all. Like, I yeah. could watch the whole thing. It's really – just it just drags the eye in. So if you do watch it, I think yep. you'll enjoy it. Yeah. But again, I don't know. I don't know how to categorize anybody sufficiently to say that you'll like this movie for sure. You <sighs> maybe won't. I think. You'll, but here's what I'll say. I think you'll know inside of the first ten minutes.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. Do you feel like I think with the next one you have to know a little history to get it, but with this one I don't know that you have to. I mean, it's beneficial to understand history and even the history of filmmaking and and the filmmaker's role along with other artists in Russia at that time post 1917 mm-hmm. but that's not necessary
0: no, no. You can watch the, the the next one is is more well because it's essentially a propaganda film about a particular issue, which, right? Which the five year plan, the steel production of the uh, Don Basin, I think it is.
1: So the five year plan, the five year plan, which mm-hmm. was, I guess, a plan to starve everyone really. Well, was, star- that was the effect. That wasn't the
0: intention, but I know that it wasn't the intention. But, well,
1: no, the the intention, but okay, yeah. uh, but okay. So we're we're talking <laughs> next about the Vertov's nineteen thirty one classic enthusiasm,
0: enthusiasm exclamation
1: right. point. He, by the way, he almost, he,
0: I think he did like two. Two more movies after this because, yeah. then, because then well then his enthusiasm waned <laughs> indeed yes. and well it should because all because the you know the important filmmakers were being drawn increasingly into doing strictly propaganda yep. pieces and this and is that this is definitely that now he's still getting away with his uh, with his sort of wacky um, you know with, with his use of editing and jump cuts and all that kind of stuff yep. he's using all of that what makes this unique and certainly in the Soviet circle is that this is the first sound movie
1: It's the first sound movie
0: not talky but sound. Yes. Well, it has some talking in it. It does, but that's the yelling slogans at workers. Yes.
1: So it's a film, yeah, it's about, it's really a competition. Well, it's several things. So first of all, it starts off for, you know what I, when I first saw this film, this I saw this before I saw the man with the, the camera, mm-hmm. movie camera. Um, I thought, boy, this is like a, a dreary Soviet version of Fantasia. <laughs> it's really a weird, weird thing happening here. And it's uh-huh. got this this sort of interesting music and it has he really amps up. He turns the, the heat up on the old weird camera tricks, you know, like oh, yeah. like a kaleidoscope type right. filming mm-hmm. um reverse. You know, like a church bell falling, but then a Soviet star falling up toward the top of a steeple yeah. <laughs> to replace the church bell. Mm-hmm. Um, the beginning um, <laughs> was, and actually, I went into this not really understanding that it was propaganda for mm-hmm. the Five Year Plan. I stopped at about ten minutes in to do some research because the first ten minutes were really about the dreary side of the alcoholism. Um, this, the the this sort of um, the ignorance the dangers of, of religion, <laughs> yeah, and so you have a lot of sort of Russians looking like Russians do today, actually, on park benches <laughs> with a bottle of vodka in their hand and no and, teeth.
0: And, and, and they're wearing Adidas. How the fuck does that happen? <laughs>
1: um, and and just sort of moronically kissing over and over the the feet the of feet, Jesus. Uh, I found that
0: amazing. I love that part of it. Actually, yeah, it's it's that it's there. You know, the regressive old Russia and what they're trying to break out of, and the 5 sure. your plan. Basically, the five-year plans were trying to make bring Soviet Russia into into the present yeah. uh, technologically. So they would say we, we have a five-year plan, and during that time, we we're going to create the infrastructure and the factories to make this much steel. Okay, and then. Fuck everybody! We're gonna and just and and then just buckfarty all the way to to that goal, and so they would go nuts. And so it was their attempt to drag the kicking and screaming, you know, Soviet Union into into the modern era. Um, and it was it did incalculable amounts of damage yeah. to them socially. But um, but this was there. Yeah, this movie was was designed to sort of to bring that in. And also, I think it was the, I think the the music for this was really important too because it was Shostak. I think it's Shostakovich. Or something like that, and Vertov deliberately—I did a little reading. He did, he deliberately put in images to count to to be utterly counterpun counterpuntal to to the music that's going on.
1: I'm unfamiliar with the word counter counterpuntal. A oh, counterpuntal,
0: yeah. It's uh, it's it's to, it's to be jarring with the, the sound going on here, and then you throw in an image that's going to be jarring relative so to jarring. the sound. Yeah, what we're putting in. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay, yeah. got it. Um, and so that so that was literally the point, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I think with this one, um, so it's like the filter for for man with the, the movie camera is sort of an artistic temperament, possibly as the viewer, right? Because you'd be interested in, in deconstructing what he's doing, or he wants to show you deconstruction, right? This one is, is – the filter is politics. And so to some degree, I, uh, it was more enjoyable because I just didn't pay as much attention to it. It, it just was um, – it was so obviously propaganda <laughs> yeah. that I didn't find it that interesting.
0: I agree. Honestly, I mean, I'll, I'll throw this out here too. Let's put it to the vote. If I were to watch either of these two, yep. it would be man with a movie camera far away enthusiasm was yeah. okay but i couldn't get enthusiastic
1: about it yeah i hear you buddy well, hear finally. You. yeah so i guess that's our our uh our recommendation is for man with a movie camera
0: if if yeah if you feel brave go do it
1: yeah but otherwise, just skip it and watch something fun.
0: Yeah. Don't watch <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. It's so much more enjoyable. Don't watch Battlefield Earth. No, don't watch that. Oh, what's the one I'm trying to think of? Battlefield um, Earth. The one you were watching the other day. The Army of Darkness. Go I love Army we'll, of Darkness. i we'll watch the Army of Darkness. Yeah. Okay. Let's what
1: do you there. think, by the way, if we did an episode, if we did another um Segment of um, assigned The Finley's assign two teenage girls who roll their eyes a lot to watch a classic film and comment on it. If we assigned a Vertov film to <laughs> to them, what do you think the reaction would be? That
0: would, I would. I feel that it would be very cruel. I like think a punishment. To right? Vertov, that poor bastard. <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. Their eyes would literally fly out of their heads, rolling.
1: All right, man. Okay. Well, it's been a great episode. Beginning with your um, your Are tremendous you, yes I, ending um, was awesome, Tom. I felt it was great. I was
0: Unaware that I was supposed to pretend <laughs> ignorance on that. One. Look, we're on a raft in water.
1: No, it's a carpet, Joe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, let the, the, me know, dude. <laughs> <Dumb dick. laughs>
0: great
1: Finley's on. I thought you were a comedian, but um, uh, any business?
0: Um, yeah, come uh, check us out on fin- Finley's on Film. Um we are also hey, please pay you know, uh sponsor us on Patreon if you get a chance. That would be really fabulous. We would love that. Uh we can also use uh any kind of content as far as comments or reviews on iTunes, please please feel free to to, to hit us up in any of those three spots. Um I perform whenever I can, but you can catch that on my website, uh, TomSmithComedy.com TomSmithcomedy dot
1: com. Does that uh, scare you to perform?
0: I no it doesn't.
1: So you don't have uh, performance anxiety? No, not really.
0: All right, buddy. Uh well not there.